podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Welcome back to your regularly scheduled program. Joe, we're Is that back. how we're doing it? Is that what we're doing now? Well, I figured I'd say that since the last episode we did was a bit of a curveball, probably for people. Probably, probably was, probably was, but but it was. It still appeared at the regularly scheduled time. Correct. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess to make that point, yeah, it was on at the correct time, but it was just a totally different episode. For sure, which uh, we'll do, which we'll do every once in a while, right? Yeah, I hope people enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to do. And we actually talked about this afterwards. I'm like, are the like, cause we had so much fun sitting down with all five of us. It was me, uh, me and you, our wives yeah. and Breeze. In case you missed it, go back and listen. It was a lot of fun, but it was, uh, dude, it was, it was so much fun. Like I said, for us. And I hope that the listeners responded well to it. <laughs> I mean, right. And that's what, you, that's what you always hope for. You yeah, hope like, that if stupid. you're having fun, yeah. right. That the people listening are enjoying it and laughing along with you, which is always, it's tough. It's obviously tough to gauge with a podcast, right? Because it's always listened to after the fact. So, you know, hey, if you if you liked it, drop us a line. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. If you didn't like it, drop us a line. We'll uh where can they you know, drop us a line? We'd love to hear at? from you. On Facebook? Uh, on our Facebook or our email. We have an email too, don't we? Oh my God, I never jack it. It's probably full. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Right. So no, I, I forget we have it. <laughs> but don't we get an alert if we get an email? I don't yeah. know. Maybe the, the Gen Extra Podcast or it's at just, okay. gmail.com. Or it's just completely empty. That's why I forgot about it. <laughs> Come on, man. We are gonna so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna check it. We're gonna check it and find out if we have any email. Oh my god. It's gonna be empty. <laughs> no, it's gonna have hundreds. Hundreds of, hundreds, of emails. Yes, from people with, with interesting ideas. Or suggestions for the show, or things they don't want us to do anymore. It's just a bunch of emails that do better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do a better job. Do better. Do better job. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Peace. Uh, all right. Yeah. So again, if you didn't hear the last episode, it was it was a lot of fun, a little chaotic at times, but uh, damn, was it funny. So yeah, it was. Go back and listen. All right. So when are we recording this? We're recording this on Black Friday. So we are recording this on Black Friday. Uh, so everybody listening now on Monday or whenever you get a chance to hear this, I uh, hope you had a nice Thanksgiving and yeah. maybe had some, you know, killer Black Friday deals you found. Uh, did you find anything? Did you go shopping at all? You know, it's it's funny because people will be listening to this on Cyber Monday, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Cyber Monday. So not only is it Black Friday right now, but by the time they listen to this, it's going to be Cyber Monday. And I, I think I even talked about this maybe on the last show or the previous or the, the show previous to that, I am such a sucker for Amazon's like lightning deals and, I, and other things they them. run on Black Friday. It has to be like something absolutely incredible or that I just really need or want. Because, man, I, just, yeah. I don't fall victim to that much at all. Like I, I look, but I'm like, meh, like, I don't need it. So even if the deal is like decent, like that has to be almost giving it away. <laughs> Not that I'm like and frugal, that, but I just, you know, right. I, just, I don't know. It has to be something you can use, right? And it has to be, and it has to be a decent price. It can't just be a lightning deal. So I don't. I I always try to do the best I can to buy something I genuinely need. What What did you find? And, did you find something specific? So, 
Yeah, it's all it's all computer related stuff. So oh. I don't want to right. Oh, God, I don't want yeah. I don't want everyone <laughs> listening to fall asleep. But I did actually get a really good deal on some computer related stuff okay. uh, for my office stuff that I am legitimately going to use. Well, so good. I saved some money there, and and I picked up a couple uh picked up a couple Christmas gifts for the kids. Oh, very good. So. Yeah. So I would say that it has been effective for me, and I didn't just like throw money into the wind and you know say goodbye to it. Yeah, I will say with the computer stuff. Not uh, again, not going nerdy, uh, but that that's the kind of stuff where you know, like let's say you find a laptop, for example, that's like fifteen hundred dollars. Normally, those are the kind of items that you can kind of get where they're like literally like almost like a third off. Yes, like you'll yeah, save like five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, like it's crazy. You do save a lot of money on some of those sales. So yeah, if you are looking for a computer or even like a TV, you know, this is a good time of year to snag one up. Do the televisions though? We've talked about this probably 15 different times. It, yes, it's yes. It's ridiculous. You can buy like a 15-inch TV for like $200. <laughs> unbelievable. Honestly, unbelievable. In fact, it was two, two uh, Black Fridays ago that I bought the 50-some-inch television in my room. And it's not because it's like 50-inch mm, television. It was so cheap yeah yeah they're, they're unreal yeah, yeah it's crazy i'm like what like this it it would be more expensive for me to clearly to wait until like a non-sale but it'd be not not just a little more expensive it'd be a lot more expensive to wait for a non-sale you know it's just it doesn't it, it doesn't make it make any sense i had to buy it yeah i picked up the one that we have in the studio here on some kind of a sale one day it's like a 75 inch tv that's yeah, huge and yeah, I remember I got a really good deal. And I'm like, man, I wanted one for out here. I'm like, all right, I can't pass it up. I just got to get it. So yeah, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, all right, stop talking about your Black like, Friday. Stop show. talking about the size <laughs> of your television. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I got a 75 inch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, maybe, uh, you know, hopefully people find some cool Cyber Monday deals as well for, for Christmas yeah. gifts or whatever. One more thing before we actually get into the the me to the show here we totally forgot and completely just glossed over the fact that we surpassed our two-year anniversary recently it was two year in terms of just the, the literal calendar date right yeah yeah like i think it was november 10th was when we put out our very first episode so it was like really? almost it was, two weeks it was ago. in november yeah okay, yeah, we, okay we recorded it in like october remember we, we sat on it for like a little bit before we decided oh, to post it. Oh, yeah. Like, when do we put this out there? Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause I think we, we wanted to have like three episodes originally to put out. So it wasn't just one. Uh, so it took we'll us just, a little while we'll to just, bank a few. Yeah. And that's typically a good idea. Uh, if you're going to do something like that, you want to give people at least like two or three episodes to listen to at once to see if they like it, especially if your first episode is kind of eh. Oh, ours you know? was amazing. I, I mean, <laughs> Welcome yeah, yeah. to the Generation Extra podcast. I'm yeah. Dave, <laughs> and I'm Joe. Right? <laughs> so bad. I mean, it is it is weird to listen to it now because you can tell we were just talking about this the other day. How much more reserved and almost unlike ourselves we are in our earlier episodes because we're not really sure how we're going to come across. Yeah. So you're not entirely you're not entirely sure of yourself. So you're kind of pacing yourself a little bit differently. Yeah, it, it, dude, I've, I've, I know I've personally gone through through an evolution of of how I talk on the show. Not yeah. so much like my cadence; that's, that's obviously still the same. But uh, it's it's cursing. <laughs> I went through like edgy, like oh, I'm gonna curse all the time, and just 
you know, be like fun, <laughs> fun curse guy. <laughs> the show had its edgy phase, right? Apparently it's it during its teenage years. I guess. Yeah. Like I, I've now grown up on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now we're, and now we're like the sophisticated, now we're the sophisticated gen, gen X podcast yeah. where we only talk about things like, like wine. You know, what's and- funny is a couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even, I, I hate wine. I, I like sweet wine, dessert <laughs> wines, but uh, it was funny because uh, Breeze mentioned that a couple episodes ago that I think it was the first time in Gen Extra podcast history you swore more than I did. Yeah, but that's also <laughs> because our numbers have gotten so low. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like I didn't, I I didn't drop like, one curse word. And you you said I think you dropped one or two. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, and I well, because that's what I always say. Like I think generally speaking, since we shoot for like a, a kind of like a PG thirteen rating, we get one or two. And I think that episode I might have had like two, and you might have had maybe one. I had zero. I had zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was crushing it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. But uh, yeah, I've I've actually had some some of our listeners uh, reach out and they're like, "Curse more." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "Like you really have pulled it back uh, too far." Too far. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I have. Like, I've gone extreme, and I'm like, I'm like now I'm just like censoring myself. Right. Well, just wait till we hit like our middle. You know, once we hit like middle age, then we'll just you know, our middle age years on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I will say too, last episode, uh, your wife was keeping tallies on our curse words and I did win. I think I had like five or six that show. So, yeah. I had go. like two or I remember I might've had one, two, three, maybe, but you were first, I think with four or five. Yeah. Generally I always win. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's move on, man. Let's get into what we're doing this episode. Now that we've yep. chatted for 10 minutes about nothing. So you have an interesting Joe's got facts. Don't do. worry. It's I not do. about space. <laughs> nope, nope, not about. In fact, it's very, very grounded in on the planet Earth. Yeah, you kind of gave me the little, uh, you know, uh, outline of what it was, and it sounds pretty interesting, yep. actually. And uh, people are selling something on eBay as of late, and I got to talk about it. So that's coming up. And okay. we have a plethora of weird news stories that hit us. So we do. I think we, we have like four of them. So it's going to be a heavy, heavy weird news at the end here. So yeah, let's move into uh, your Joe's got facts. I don't think we have a jingle for that. So no, we don't. We don't. It's just this is just. Uh, I think I don't know. I don't think we played around with something. Yeah, can you jingle Joe's got facts? Um, yeah. Let me let me see what I got going on here. Oh, that's good. That's very Christmassy. Yes, let's not use that one. Oh, here we go. Very adventurous. Now, now we're on a ship. <laughs> Apparently, okay. These are all bad options. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's just get into it. What do you, what did you about, find? How about we just say Joe's got facts? Well, right. Today, today's facts are very, very business related, actually. But I got to ask you before I start. I mm-hmm. want to ask you: Do you happen to have in your home? Do you have any of the personal voice assistant devices, whether it be an Amazon Echo or yeah. it be the, the Google Home or the fa- that Facebook had one there for a couple of years. Yeah, I have one right beside me and I don't want to say her name because she'll she'll be like, I don't right. understand your question. Yeah, right, because it just keeps listening and yeah. listening and listening. And eventually it's like, what? Yeah. So so what about these things? What's up with them? So so the thing the thing with these is just recently, in fact, this is, you can pull this from almost anywhere, but the one I'm, I'm reading is from, from Ars Technica. This is nuts. Amazon Alexa's uh, division, the division within Amazon that, you know, builds, maintains, and financially, you know, ba- tries to balance these devices within the company, ha- is on pace to lose $10 billion this year. Why? Why? $10 
billion dollars. And I think I think this will make sense to you once you once I kind of walk through it. Okay. But this is they're not the only um voice assistant maker who's struggling to turn these things into a profitable business. Because before we get into kind of the details, if you think about it for a minute, uh, you buy one of these devices and typically they're it was kind of a race to the bottom pricing, what right? Are, Doesn't matter. Well, hey, I'm trying to think of what they all. Uh, so I know there's the, you know, I want uh, Alexa. I don't want to say her name. Yeah, right, got, right, right. <laughs> got that one, and then the Google one, which I think you just say like, "Hey Google," and yep. then your phone has uh, Siri. Right. Does Does Android have like a Hey Android, or is it, is it the Cortana well, or whatever it is? Or is that just it, Windows? That's, that's on Windows, but this is specifically the conversation today is specifically narrowed down to the physical devices that you can buy from Google or Amazon, or I think even Apple has one, uh, that, you know, like the little pucks or the little speakers that yeah. you can like sit on a desk. We got them all right? over the place, yeah. 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 Well, they're not profitable at all oh, for oh, anybody. Oh. oh, wait a minute. So so the, the fact that they've made these things and sold them has actually hindered them financially. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're killing them. In fact, um, Amazon plans to eliminate 10,000 jobs in this next, I think right now and through this next quarter. And a very significant portion of that 10,000 is coming from the Alexa division. Really? Okay. Yeah, I guess the big just, question is why? That, that's where, well, like, what, why? Why? Why is it, why has it, it hit them like that to where they have to start getting rid of people because of these devices? What happened? Well, it's kind of counterintuitive because you you and I both know how relatively popular these things are. I mean, yeah. my house is littered with them too. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that if you think about, you kind of think about what it takes to make money on anything, right? On, on anything. You either have to sell it at a profit. Right. Or if you 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 sell something, you, you could sell it at a loss, but you have to monetize it somehow, right? You have to make people pay a service fee or you have to make them subscribe to it. Right or whatever. I think an example the, of that would be Xbox. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and we're you know we're not trying to nerd out too much, but a, like uh, Microsoft sells the Xbox at a loss per unit, right. but the entire ecosystem of Xbox makes a ton of money. Yes. Yeah. So the the games, uh, the yep. downloadable content, the stuff you can buy. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, the subscription the services. Subscription fees for you know whatever it's called like a. Uh, Gold plus platinum. Xbox Game Pass it, yeah. and gold, and yep, yep, both of them. Both so that's them where count. they make yep. their money. Yeah. Same with like apps, like like the free, you know, quote unquote free apps, uh, the games that you can you can have on uh, yeah, free your to phones. play games, right? But exactly. They, but they they hook you in by spending ninety nine cents here and two bucks here for little yep. packs of gems and whatnot. That's exactly right. So Correct. Amazon, the devices, they don't have anything further that that makes them money except the unit itself, the first sale. Right. And, and because of the, because of the competitive forces, kind of the race to the bottom to sell these things between Google and Amazon and Apple and other people who have them, mm -hmm. they're all basically sold at cost. So when you buy one of those like Amazon pucks or buy one of the speakers, yeah, they're like 40 they bucks. Yeah. They might be upcharged a little bit, but not enough, but there's no margin there. So then what Amazon's plan was is that, okay, we're going to sell these things relatively cheap. And then also think about during like Black Friday and, and Cyber Monday, they always sell these things like half off, right? So that makes, that makes the margin even worse. But then all of the plans, so they had all of these plans to monetize these things somehow, right? Whether it's through commercial partners or by trying to sell you additional services through them. And they've all 
utterly right or wrong or indifferent, right? It's, you know, I guess I don't really care why, but right, wrong or indifferent, all of these plans to monetize these things have basically failed. And now they're in an even worse situation because they have, what, millions of devices out there that they have to support and at least, you know, not drop on the ground, so to speak. And they're making no money. And they're making no money on them. Yeah. It's (sighs) been a colossal tech failure at like, every level. I wonder if kind of the idea originally going into it was, uh, you know, because you can order stuff from these devices. You can say like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, w- the girl's name. You can say, hey, uh, order a pack of, you know, paper towels. Right. And it will add it to your, your shopping cart online. Right. And, and then you can just like, m- maybe that's what they thought. Like, okay, we're going to make the, 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 the ease of ordering stuff from Amazon easier and people will... Right. Like, and that's where we'll make our money. Can you imagine taking this to Shark Tank? It's like you're standing yeah. in front of the, 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 uh, the bank of uh, uh, yeah. investors. And they're like, all right, what do you have? And they're like, well, we have this device. Um, that, like, okay, well, how, how much does it cost to make? $40. How much are you selling what it for? $40. $40. <laughs> like, well, how are you making your money on it? Oh, we're not. Like, okay, I'm not going to invest. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, it just sounds like a bad idea. So really, what was their, what was their idea originally? You said just monetizing. That was where they thought they were going to get their money? Well, if you remember, and I remember this when I first got my Alexa devices, there was a lot of, there were a lot of programs. They wanted you to, they were very encouraging of you to A, kind of put a lot of things on, on repeat order through, through yeah. the Alexa. The or subscriptions, there, yeah. Right. There were certain, there were a lot of news services and such that you could potentially subscribe to via Amazon on Amazon, but it would all it would automatically report to your Alexa, like the news every morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of it completely fell through all of it completely fell through. And, and I'll tell you why it's just from personal perspective. You know what we use ours for? What's that? What time we, is we it? We ask, <laughs> what time is it? Yeah. What's the weather? Exactly. And, and, so, and, and we have a, like a slightly nicer one upstairs that actually has a decent speaker on it. The kids use it to play music, none of which the only thing in that tire, entire pile is monetizable is the music service. And that's, I was already paying for it. Yeah, exactly. So, me too. Yeah. So it, it did, it made them no extra money from me. I do love so the, I do yeah. love the music feature. Actually, uh, before you keep going, one cool feature about the music feature yeah. is if you, I'm sure Google's the same way, but with the, uh, with the echoes, if you have multiple echoes in your house, like we have one in our bathroom, one in our kitchen, one on mm-hmm. the back deck, you can set up in your, Amazon Echo app, you can set up parties of speakers. Yeah. So you can play music across all of those at the same time, all synced up. It is nice. So you walk inside your house and you walk down the hall or whatever, and then you walk back on the back deck. Music is playing everywhere. It's the same. I love that feature. And that's the thing. These devices actually do a lot of really interesting, cool, useful things if you know what you're doing with them, but they've been completely unable to monetize that. It's not because like, they they didn't say to you, hey, Dave, if you want to use the play all feature, you have to pay us $2 a month. I think what they should right? do is is they should start asking for, they, they should agree like across the board with all these devices, whether it be Google or, or Amazon, Right. start like a $3 a month, you know, fee or something that, that allows these things to actually work properly uh, because like they have to make money off it. If it's, if it's cheap enough that no one's going to really bat an eye at it, 
like that, that's fine, but they can start yeah. to pull in at least, you know, if there's, if there's 10 million of these things out there or however, there's gotta be a lot, uh, you know, they could be potentially making, you know, $30 million extra a month on a, on a very cheap subscription fee for something, right? Yeah, for something I'd pay it if it's cheap enough. I mean, and, and that was, and that's part of the problem is, is now they will have to retroact. Like if they, if, if they don't outright eventually drop these things on the ground or, or announce or announce like no more features, like we're, we're canceling the, like you can keep your Alexa and it still works, but we're canceling the division. Right. You know what I mean? There's no more support. Right. Right. There's no more support, but it'll still work. That, that has been like the big, what you, what you mentioned has been the big thing that they've tried and they've been unable to stick because everybody just says, I'm not paying for it. Yeah. Until they can't use their Alexa anymore. Until they can. Right. And that's what it's, it's, it was the, right. It was putting the, I don't want to say putting the cart before the horse, but it's the chicken and egg problem, right? You know, the way Amazon and a lot of these division or a lot of these Google, well, uh, sorry, voice assistant companies saw this was, is we'll get the devices out and then we'll monetize them. Well, the problem was, is they set consumer expectations at the ground level by basically throwing them out there for 40 bucks and then not charging for anything. Had they at the beginning said like, okay, the Alexa device is, I don't know, 25 or $30, but you have to pay us, I'm just making this up, $2 a month to use it. Maybe you're talking about a little bit of profitability now. Who knows? Yeah. Get something out of it. Figure it out. Because yeah. like the, the everybody pays their whatever is like 100 or $119 a month for like prime service. Right, right. As do I. Maybe, I don't know, maybe initially they thought that that that, that was going to be enough, like having that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, it's weird. Like, it's, I feel I feel bad that it kind of end up screwing them over a little bit. Maybe that was the rush. It was the rush to market. It was the rush to market by all the voice assistants. In fact, Facebook's went so ba- belly up. Do you, I don't know if you remember this. I don't, I, actually. I, I wonder, yeah. You probably don't even remember the fact that Facebook was advertising a visual voice assistant, just like the Google Home. Oh my gosh! With a screen this is bringing for like, yeah, for like a year or two, and it did so poorly, and it cost the company so much money that they canceled it as of recently. And I, I can't remember if it was like last quarter or the quarter before, but that's not—they're not even a thing anymore. They did so bad. It's not like the technology was bad. There was nothing wrong with the technology per se. But they did so bad financially, they canceled the project completely. Yeah, I kind of remember. I remember the commercials for that because yeah, I remember when they showed the uh, when they were showing the the demonstration of the you know them them using it. It was so funny because when you're watching the screens, it looked like a multicam shoot. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, wait it a did. Minute. I'm like, wait a damn minute. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really one the camera. Yeah, were really bad. Yeah, like you guys are false advertising there. It was kind of funny looking. It was, it's a big, I don't know where, I don't know. Six months from now, you and I might be talking about how our Lexus don't work anymore for all I know. Maybe. Yeah. They're going to have to figure something out. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So is that it on that? Do you, you have anything else to add to that? That's it. Just the colossal, the colossal tech failure, at least financially for the, uh, for the uh, personal assistant devices. Yeah. So yeah, I feel bad for the people that are going to lose their jobs over this. It is bad. It is tough, and it's tough to see that, especially with ten thousand jobs being cut from Amazon. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of people. Uh, it is having to go on unemployment here, you know, for too long. But uh, all right, well, let's let's move on uh, so we make sure we have enough time to do everything here. Uh, I got to ask you a question. Uh, I will have an answer. I think. Do you have a junk drawer in your house? 
Everybody does. Uh, yes, yes, we do. We definitely have a junk. Ours is more of like a junk bucket that sits inside a shelf or sits sits in a cupboard. But yes, we oh, have, you have a, a junk, junk bucket. Drawer. Yeah, we have a junk bucket. No kidding. Okay, it's a rectangular junk bucket. Don't get me wrong. It's not like well, a that's where all like, the things you don't know what to do with go to, right? Exactly. Okay. Like all the odds and ends. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We have. I think we have like three different junk drawers. Like we love junk drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Re- wait, wait. <laughs> I just that? gotta know how you organize. Like, you, there's there's no board? organization to it. That's the that's the <laughs> point. There's not like a slightly different reason for each junk junk drawer's existence. Okay, yeah, there is. Um, one, okay, okay. one of them is more like tool related. All right. Uh, the other one is more just v- the variety shop of like I don't know. Here's a rubber band. <laughs> like, oh, okay, but you kind of know. You kind of know what the, what the theme of each junk drawer is. Um, I would say, I don't think so, man. Like, it's still pretty. Uh, it's still pretty haphazard in there. Like, it's all okay. over the place. There's not one that's like all rubber bands. No, no. There, there's <laughs> probably rubber bands in both. Okay, and you know batteries that you know, like, oh, this still got a little life on it. I'll keep it half, in here. Half half used batteries. <laughs> half used yeah. Batteries. Yep. Oh, but anyway, so the reason I'm asking you is because uh, apparently you can sell your junk drawer on eBay. Did you know this? I mean, <laughs> I I guess technically, if yes, of course you can. But then again, somebody's doing that, dude. A lot of people are. So what they'll do is they will like photograph their junk drawer. Okay, just okay. kind of as is. They'll pull it out, take a picture, put it on eBay, and people will bid on it. And you might get it for 50 bucks, a couple hundred, who knows? Uh, yeah. I saw some people that were getting them for like $500. Like they were really like excited to, uh, to buy these junk drawers. Then they're posting their like uh, unboxing videos on like YouTube and stuff. And that's how I saw it. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they'll, they'll open it up and they'll start pulling out the piece. Like, oh, here's a, here's a, uh, a pocket knife. They'll look it up like, okay, this value is at, uh, you know, $30 on, on Amazon. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. This is like storage wars. Exactly. Yes, that's what I thought of. I'm like, like they're it's like exactly like storage wars. And they're bidding on people's junk drawers. <laughs> Which was totally fake, by the way. Oh yeah. I'm sure maybe Just, initially it might have been a little bit more legit, but it definitely yeah. got fake. Yeah. Side conversation. Just wanted to throw that out there before somebody thought we were actually comparing these junk drawers to storage wars. Yeah, that, I like that show in the beginning, but it really did get kind of stupid. Yeah, it, it, it ugh, I have so many things, something for another time. Yeah, so I guess too, we're not going to just talk about junk drawers for the next 20 minutes, but if, if you have a drawer full of crap in your house, just know you can sell it on eBay. Now, are they, they, are they using the bidding prices? Like they're using eBay the way eBay was originally intended to use. As, mean, a, as an auction, yeah. So it's it is coming in at a very low cost, and people are bidding it up. It's not like they have a. I wonder if I wonder if anyone's putting a buy it now price on it. Uh, I right? didn't look. I wouldn't assume. I think it would be more geared towards uh, like the auction style. That, that'd okay. be my guess. I hope so because I think that would almost be kind of interesting. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like I, I almost want to look and see if I can like. Oh, this looks like an interesting drawer. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll bid ten bucks on it. Like I think I see a, I think I see a couple screwdrivers down there, you know. Yeah, exactly. So people, people find like coins and stuff. So you know. Yeah. Like oh, this is just a you know a fifty cent piece from nineteen seventy three. It's worth fifty cents. <laughs> like oh, right, right. It's a fifty cent piece from the from the fifties. It's still fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like pure silver, but 
Uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I thought of something else. I was gonna, oh, uh, I didn't make note of this, but I do have a quick media recommendation. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, do you remember watching The Addams Family when you were younger? Yeah, I remember I remember always seeing the the black and white ones on repeat, uh, especially they were on after school a lot. So I would go to the Y as a kid and sometimes I'd be stuck watching the television there. And yes, they'd have I, the Adams family on. Yeah, they would just be on one of the channels, like in one of the rooms, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was never like a huge fan. I didn't dislike it, but I or was I. Like it was it was fine, but it was it, at that point, like when we were younger, it was already old. So like I didn't love it, uh, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. But you know, like like my dad, like he he really liked it and they would have it on, and uh, I didn't find it that you know that entertaining. Uh, but anyway, the reason I'm bringing it up is because Netflix has a new show called Wednesday. Hmm. Okay. It just came out like two days ago. I think a, I know where this is going. Yeah. So it's based around the daughter Wednesday from the Adams family. Got it. And. We are only one episode in, and it's actually really good. Like, I was kind of surprised. Like, we're like, all right, let's check it out. Let's see what it's about. It's not that, like, corny. Well, I mean, a little bit here and there, but it's not It's not based around the corniness of, like, the Adams feel, like the movies. Because that's what I would think. Almost immediately, that's where, my, that's where I'm going with that, is that yeah. it's just it's corny and whatever, right? Yeah, it's not. Like the, I can't remember the, the girl's okay. name who plays Wednesday, but she's really good, and she's a fascinating human being, and she's very fun to watch. I would say, give it a try, even if you aren't a fan. You, if you've never seen it, you might be a little bit alarmed by some of the characters, like uh, you know the you know thing, the little hand that walks around. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is it is that at least from what you've seen of the show so far, mm -hmm. it is the Adams Family show. It's just they. They titled it Wednesday. Yes, it primarily focuses around her, but so, it's still the rest of the characters. Yeah, I think if you're going to have a movie based or uh, a series around that family, you still have to have them in it somehow. Okay, but their parts are right now are are kind of limited, so they're in it, but they're not like the main focus of the show. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you're interested, check it out, man. I think you might like it. That is definitely an interest. I would not. That is. Not something I would expect to come up in an immediate recommendation. So I am going to keep an eye on it and yeah. see see how it progresses. Maybe I'll check out some reviews and stuff over the next few weeks. Yeah. So have you started Game of Thrones yet? I have not started Game of Thrones yet because um, I just got done with Thanksgiving. Okay. That's not really great. It's not a great <laughs> excuse. But uh, actually, our friend uh, Jackie, she started watching Game of Thrones. Okay, now what did she think? Well, I want to think that she started watching it because of how much we've been talking about it. And maybe, okay. maybe it kind of, of course. you know, was, uh, piqued your curiosity and she wanted to check it out. Well, well, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. Did she did she start on House of the Dragon no, first? No. No, she started she with Game of Thrones. No, she shouldn't she have. have. <laughs> Jackie, if you're listening, stop with the Game of Thrones and go back and restart with House of the Dragon. I believe she's like four and a half or five <laughs> seasons in already. Like she's been watching the heck out of it, and it, it's like it makes me so happy because she's uh, excited it about it and she's been like texting yeah. me about it. And what I'm excited about is to hear the difference because she is going to watch House of the Dragon. Oh, okay. When okay. She's, done. she's actually okay. Yeah. So when now that she's gonna watch the best series first and then watch House of the Dragon, I'm I can't wait to hear what she thinks about it. 
I I also am interested too, especially if she can kind of cram it. Like the problem, the problem on my side is that it's just difficult for me to get all of the shows into like a very short time span and make a comparison of them. Right? Yeah. Because for me to what 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 did Game of Thrones have eight seasons? I think so. Right? Yeah, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, like I House of the Dragon was a little bit of easy House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon was a little bit easier of a sell for me because I knew there was only, yeah, the one I think season. they only did 10, 10 episodes in one season, I think, yeah. so to, so far. And it was an easy way to kind of like check it out. With, and if I didn't get hooked or I didn't care again, all I all I was invested all I was invested for was, was one season, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I have this feeling I'm going to start watching Game of Thrones and, and, and probably as expected, I'm going to try to have to rearrange my schedule <laughs> just to, try to watch, watch all of it. Yeah, because I want to watch it fast enough to be able to compare it to House of the Dragon because I've read a lot of good reviews online comparing and contrasting the two. And and now I just, and I, I, I'm genuinely interested. I So I still am going to put it on. So I tell you this, I am still going to put it on my schedule and at some point I am going to watch it. I think once you get like four episodes in, you're going to have that realization that it's a much better show. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know. I don't know. I because I I really need to see those first four episodes. You know. You know what I mean. But I, maybe we'll be here like three, four, five episodes, and I'll be like, <laughs> right. "Oh my god, it's amazing." Yeah, I think I think that conversation is going to happen. Uh, so, all right, let's let's move on. I'm sure, people are getting tired of hearing us talk. No, about <laughs> we're going to keep bringing this up. We're going to keep doing this. Like, oh my God, they're talking about it again. Like every episode I, it slips in there somewhere. <laughs> I think it should be a running theme of this season. <laughs> it might, it, dude, I think it has to be. It, it, ha- right, at it, this it's point. It's been happening, yeah. So yeah, this is the, the season of, uh, of of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move on here, man. You ready for uh, some weird news? I am ready for some weird news. Let's do it. Here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Never gets it's, old. It's been, it actually has been a few weeks, maybe even a month since the last weird news, I think. Really? Been that long? Well, let's. Yeah, I, mean, look. I don't know. I mean, I'll have look. to go back and look at the episode <laughs> descriptions because I know I know for a fact we didn't do it last episode, right? Mm, Carrie and, and we, I did. Carrie and I did one weird news story she found, but as far as me and you, it has been since October thirty first, so okay, almost a month. Yeah, Carrie, I still count your weird news, but for Dave and I, what <laughs> almost a month? Almost a month. Did you ever go back and listen to her show that she was on? I listened to part of it in the car, and I think I thought you guys did a great job. Did you really? No, I I really did. No, I mean, did I really you really did. listen to it? No, I know. I was saying, <laughs> okay, I really right. did. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun show. I enjoyed it. She, I do listen <laughs> when to you're the not other on shows. <laughs> I really, genuinely do listen to them. Uh, yeah, she. I remember she made it a point too. She's like, after she recorded that episode, it's like I sounded very subdued, and uh, yes. So she was yes. like, I need to sound a bit more lively, like myself. Uh, and she did. She she brought a bit more, uh, you know, of her normalness to. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, to the show we did last last week. Yeah, that's what happens. It's the same. It's the same. Uh, I don't want to ca- call it mistake. It's the same kind of like learning that you and I had when when we first started doing the show. Exact yeah. same thing. 
I told her. So we're seasoned pros now, right? Yeah, I mean, psh, I mean, come on. Like, we've been doing this forever. Yeah, this, this is actually episode 116 that we're recording right now. That's a lot. Is it really? Yeah. It's 116? 116 episodes. It feel, honestly, it feels like 30, 40 episodes. <laughs> I know. Like, I remember we hit, the, like, we hit like the 50 mark and we were like, oh my God. And then we hit, a, we hit 100, obviously, 16 episodes ago. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Good, it's just, good it's for just us. becoming, I know. It's just it's, amazing. It's part of our week now. Like, it is. <laughs> yeah. Like two, you know, two years in, like we said earlier. All right. So, all right. Do you want to go first on the weird news or do you want me to? Uh, sure. I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, I've got kind of a techie weird news here, but it's a it's a funny techie weird news. Um, I have mm -hmm. fifty drones. Fifty drones plunge into Swan River during Sky Show fail. 50 so this drones. is this is actually straight out of this is uh, coming out of Australia actually. So okay. west Western Australia, um, Perth. Uh, a Perth drone company had conceded something. Uh, there was they were doing this. I, I don't know what the event is, right? Because I'm I don't live there. I don't know what was going on. But there was this drone sky show going on in Western Australia, and there there's a there's a river there. There's a, a river there called the Swan River, and they were doing the show over the Swan River. Okay. Well, and this is not the first time that I've actually seen this happen during the show. Many of these drones putting on the actual light show, and of course, it's making it's making like things like Santa Claus and it and like and locomotives oh, okay. and Christmas scenes, right? They're making Christmas scenes out of these uh, out of these drones. Oh, that's interesting. All right, they they used five hundred of them. My goodness! By the way, five hundred drones to do this. Well, one in every ten drones experienced some kind of malfunction. And plunged into the river in the middle. So there would be like during the show, you'd see like one of the lights, like literally just kind of like go straight down, right? Oh, just like done, <laughs> done. Yeah, like just I'm done. That's good. And each one of these, these aren't like the these aren't like the hundred dollar, fifty dollar, you know, drones you buy on Amazon that you know. These are two thousand dollars a piece. What? Yeah. So they're those. They're like well. They're program. I can imagine they're programmable. They're durable, or at least they're supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> right? I remember like when the uh, that oh that's a million dollars, a million dollars of the drones. I remember when like the Phantom drones came out. I have like the Phantom Three. They they were they were rather expensive. They weren't two thousand uh, dollars, but they were up there. And I could only imagine that because I I know that drones have gotten cheaper. So for what I have currently right now, it'd be like probably 500 bucks. Yeah. So these are probably some pretty impressive drones. Oh, they have to be amazing. They have to be amazing. Yeah. So they, so they lost, uh, what, how much? They were $2,000. So they lost, they even have it in the article. They said they estimated they lost around $100,000 worth of drones. Yeah. I just did the math as well. <laughs> so you put some extra zeros on. Yeah. $100,000 worth of drones. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's and they're not sure why because they they did this show before. Like, you know, they ran the number they ran the show before, right? And the drones performed perfectly fine, right? Hackers. Uh that actually is that's been that's been the suspicion of some drone shows that have gone completely south, so to speak, uh where the drones have literally fallen out of the sky. Um yeah, they they're still looking into it. They're looking at here's here's what they're looking at. They're looking at GPS interference. Mm -hmm. They're looking at wind interference. Maybe some of the drones slammed into each other. Two to three per show is normal. Last night was way out of normal, right? 
two to three a show is normal. 50 during a show is not, is way out of bounds of normal. Um, is this on YouTube? Can you like see this performance online? I'm not. Yes, it does look like they recorded the show. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at. Yes, there's on this news site mm -hmm. for for Western Australia. You can actually watch. Basically, you're just watching the show, though. They don't really. They only highlight a couple of the drones falling down. Like you can't watch the whole thing. They can only watch like a minute of it. Huh. All right. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. But they're looking at it right now to see if it was hackers, was it weather, was it GPS interference? You got to find and, out. And, and the gotta other an part answer. of it is too. Yeah, they got it right. You, it's like it's like CSI drones, right? <laughs> yeah. So oh, definitely I I, a really I weird the, occurrence. I, I wish I had the CSI like theme song right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Anything else on that, or should I jump into my next story? No, just a very weird. Yeah, it is weird, man. Uh, weird drone situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, if I had to guess, I would say, I would say just a malfunction. But it's weird that fifty of them malfunction. That is odd. Hackers. I'm going with your suggestion. Yeah. Hackers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say hackers. Okay. All right. So every time I think of hackers, I think of that movie from like nineteen, oh, like two thousand, two thousand one. Jesus, we could we could do an entire episode on that. Oh no, it was even before that. It was it was like ninety five or think something. Yeah. Ninety six maybe. I had like little rabbits on the screen chasing things. Yeah. <laughs> They're in like phone booths with laptops and shit. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. So uh, my first uh, weird news story, actually, uh, Carrie brought this one up to me. So I credit her with finding this one. Uh, a guy was ordering ZZ Top tickets. Did you hear about this? I don't think I have. Go ahead. Uh, he was on Ticketmaster and he was ordering, I believe it was eight ZZ Top tickets. And there was a, an error on Ticketmaster. Okay, well, what a surprise. Yes. Well, this error worked out in his favor because he ended up purchasing somehow. He paid for the ZZ Top tickets. They were probably like okay. you know, a couple hundred bucks. Sure. He got eight front row Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> what? Worth. That's wild. Worth $10,000 each. I've, I've heard <clears throat> as of late the absolute insane prices people are paying for Taylor Swift tickets. This is a twofold story. Yeah. That's one is how, why? Yeah. Why are people willing to pay? I mean, even the nosebleed stuff, like they're still like 500 bucks. My, my wife and her friend tried to get tickets to one of these shows. First off, you couldn't get anything off Ticketmaster because Ticketmaster just crashed and burned every time you tried to do something. And then if you try to buy them after the fact, they're yeah, they're like two thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. So these ones here, like I said, ten grand for a front row ticket. You get dude, the, the, the richest of the rich are gonna be sitting up front, man. Like normal people aren't paying ten G's. I, I'm sorry. I, I right, I'm sorry. I would you, you could never, I don't care what musical and uh, artist it is, I would never pay that. No, I just don't understand why it has exploded like this. I know her new album has gotten like a lot of praise. I have honestly never heard a song off it yet. But is it that good that people want to spend that much money to go see her live? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I guess supply and demand. Like, is there that much demand for her tickets that they're like, that's like part screw of it, it but, screw right, it, let's just make them really expensive. Right, that's certainly part of it. But also, she has like the the buzz factor right now, right? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so this guy who has these tickets, uh, Ticketmaster told him that it was their error and he gets to keep the tickets. So uh, yeah. Okay. So he, he now owns eight 
or eighty thousand dollars worth of Taylor Swift tickets, and he's I believe he's going to sell them as he should. Yeah, yeah. Just log back on, buy your ZZ Top tickets like you were gonna, and sell these. Even how, wait, how, wait longer. <laughs> how Sell weird is that though? To be like, I just want to go to ZZ Top, and what is it? Eight? Did you say eight Taylor eight. Swift tickets show up and you know show up? Yeah. So <laughs> if he was paying like a couple hundred bucks uh, for those tickets, that would have been. I mean, still that'd have been like sixteen hundred dollars. He was about to shell out for tickets, and he ended up with eighty grand worth of tickets by accident. That dude. I would 100% sell them so fast. Oh, absolutely. I, they would be gone the moment they arrived. Yep. I'm like, done, done, done. See ya. <laughs> yep. Now, or, okay, I say that, but maybe two of them. Maybe I can give one to my wife and one to my daughter. Oh, there you and go. And then I'll sell the rest. Sell the other six. You're still making a hearty profit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does Ticketmaster have to eat that cost? Like, because obviously, like, you know, a lot of that money goes to, you know, the artist. Uh, so they can't just say, whoops, like they're still going to want to get paid. That's a great question because it all depends on the arrangement, the commercial arrangement between Ticketmaster, the venue and the artist, right? All that money gets distributed, right? Ticketmaster only keeps a portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. they're going to have to pay her. Like they're going to have to pay yeah. the artist. Of course. But then you think about the freaking monopoly that Ticketmaster has on ticket sales and I'm sure they can afford the mistake. That's a, that's a, Big whoopsie there. <laughs> it is, but Ticketmaster makes. I'm sure they make millions, I, millions I, I, on ticket sales. Probably in the millions, they'd have to. I don't know what their financials look like, but um, yeah, my guess is they're doing just fine. Right, they're taking zero profit like Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, right. They're losing money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your other weird news story? We got about uh, about I 15 have. minutes. We should be good. Yep, let me pull it up here. Um, I've actually got it on the phone. Yes. And one second, I, it's from you. I got it from you, and I'm pulling it up. Uh, All right, yes. here we go. The National Park Service mm -hmm. wants humans to stop licking this toad. <laughs> <laughs> I got Okay, I got to give credit on this one, too. Yes, I sent it to you, but Breeze sent it to me. Right. So, he's like, he's like, this might make a good weird news story. I'm like, cool. I'll bank this one for later. Well, here it is. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. are. People are licking toads. <laughs> yeah. So, the net has, okay. So, the National Park Service has added tongue, tongue contact with the Son Son Sonoran Desert Toad among its various warnings for park visitors. So, apparently, this became a specific warning. It's not a joke anymore. Right. I think they, it has. I think I it has like. Why, psych, why? I think it has psychedelic properties to it. I think is what it is. Okay, here we go. Sonor, you're right. Sonoran desert toads secrete a potent, a, a, a potent toxin that can make people sick if they touch it or get the poison in their mouth, according to the National Park Service. But despite this, people have discovered that the toads' toxic secretions contain a powerful hallucinogen known as 5-MeO. DMT. Mm hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay. I just, I just want to know what it does, right? <laughs> so, so like, if it is a, a hallucinogen, like like an LSD or something like that, uh, how desperate do you have to be? I mean, I guess yeah, it, it's a free, you know, high or whatever it is. I'm not. Exactly, I've never done, you know, a hallucinogen. I, I've never done five D M E O D M T. Yeah. Right? That's not. Is that the street name for it? <laughs> 
I it need. I'll tell you what. I, I I don't do drugs, but it needs a better street name. It does. Call it like. Uh, I mean, you got any toad sweat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. So okay. What okay? What what would make you be willing to lick a toad? Is there anything? Anything? Well, I mean, are you talking just a generic like Northwest Pennsylvania toad? Yeah. If someone says, "Hey, if you lick this toad, this will happen to you." Is there any reason or anything that would that would make you say, okay, I'll lick that toad. Well, I mean, as far as I know, you correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Outdoors, but I don't think a normal like Northwest Pennsylvania toad is, is, is dangerous in any particular way. Is it? Oh no. I mean, I'm sure there are some, but that's not, that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying like in the hypothetical situation where somebody's like holding this toad in front of you and they're like, Joe, are they holding any money? They're okay. Money. They're Okay. Let's say I will give you ten thousand dollars to lick this toad. Ten thousand for a simple Northwest Pennsylvania toad lick? Yeah. Would you lick a toad? I guess I have oh. to preface this. Like, I got to preface this with a couple things, right? Yeah, okay. One, the toad is like clearly not covered in anything, right? It's got slime it's just, on it. Yeah, it's slimy. It's just a toad. Two. It's verified and clear that it's just your normal Northwest Pennsylvania everyday looking toad, right? It's yeah. not poisonous. It doesn't contain 5-DMO EMT or whatever nope. the hell that acronym was, right? Nope, just a toad. Uh, $10,000? Yeah. Sure. You lick a toad. $10,000 <laughs> for, for, for a poisonless, poisonless, right? Poisonless yeah. toad. Yeah, the reason I'm asking that is because like, like I don't believe that that a a free uh you know trip you know uh, LSD trip by licking the toad should be enough reason for someone to lick a toad. Oh no, I mean that's that situation is totally different in so many ways than just someone picking up a northwest pennsylvania toad and saying lick it. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know, man. I I would not do that. And I do not think anybody else should be doing that. Yeah, I'm sure for the right amount of money, I would, I would uh, you know, I'd lick up a toad. <laughs> but that- well, the problem, the problem with this one, this story, is that that toad could potentially hurt you, harm you, or I, I don't know, I don't know if it could kill you. But yeah, even though- it says it is, it does contain a toxin, like it contains a genuine toxin, and that sounds really bad. Yeah, stop licking the toads, people. But the, the the picture is quite hilarious though because it is you, I have to describe this to the podcast right but it's this black and white hunting trail cam of just the toad staring at the camera oh for real <laughs> yeah it's really funny he's like, he's like can you tell people to stop licking me in recent years listen to this mm-hmm. in recent years smoking the amphibian secretions has grown in popularity so much so that the species is even considered threatened in new mexico due to collectors that want to use the animal for drug use oh my goodness. people are just people are getting high from toads this is ridiculous leave, it's, it's leave them alone weirder. it's just weirder just get regular weirder. drugs <laughs> stop licking the toads and killing them and smoking them <laughs> oh man oh this poor humiliated species of a toad yeah there's there's a little bit more to the drug, apparently. Apparently, the U.S. does understand what the drug is and what it can do, but stop licking the toads. Yeah, really. All right, so I have uh, I got one more story, and I couldn't find the article, so I got to kind of go off of memory here. Uh-oh. Is this, is this going to call the entire thing into sus? Like, is this going to make it suspect? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. It would be a very inaccurate storytelling here. 
uh, but from what I remember is there was an incident here in our home state of Pennsylvania where an, an EV car caught fire like on the highway. All right. And we've talked about this before. Yeah, we That's did. why I we thought did. this yep. was interesting because we've EV cars just continue to make, like make our, our conversations because they're so new and they're kind of like confusing and we don't they really are. know how things are going to you know, pan yeah, and, out. And I don't, I don't own one, but we always end up reading about things that happen or good, good or bad. Yeah. Which uh, before I get to the, the fiery EV car, uh, I, I have seen that they are actually currently working on the pro like the main problem that we have questioned about EV cars and which is charge time. Okay. They okay. Are, they are starting to make changes already. They're they're using like super insulated wiring to help mm, okay. because because the faster you send current through a wire, the hotter it gets. Right, right. Uh, and you know because there's going to be more resistance on it, and and it's just it'll, they'll burn up. That's why like if you if you use jumper cables that are like pieces of shit and they're rather thin, like and you're you're jumping someone's car, they'll literally get, they'll get hot and sometimes even melt. So that's the problem that they have is they have to keep that current low enough to where they're not just destroying the cables. Right, right. And anything connected to it. Yeah. So they're trying they they're trying like super insulated cables to see if they can up how fast they charge them and cut that time down. And I've also seen recently too where they're changing like the the way the batteries work and the cables to where they're trying to get charge times down to like ninety seconds, which is insane compared to like six hours to what it was. That's it, it's what, what I think, and I don't know if this is going to be true. You and I will find out in the next 20 to 30 years. I think it'll be funny to listen back on some of these or think back to some of these conversations and it'd be, to, and it'd be a non, it'd be a complete non-issue, right? Oh, yeah. Like, remember when we were joking about how, how can they get charge times down and the charge times are like, you know, it's like two minutes, right? Yeah, they're literally trying to get them down to under, yeah, under two minutes. That would be amazing. By the way, on this article, I did find, or on this story, I did find the article. Oh, you did? Okay, so you can start yep. correcting me all over the place here. Yeah, so go ahead, and then I will just continue to, continue to correct you. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, that's wrong. Uh, so the car caught fire, and again, that was our big question, is, is these big, giant batteries that they have inside, these, these banks of batteries, yep. what happens in an accident when they get, when they get cracked open and, and they're exposed? Because we know what happens by watching Samsung phones explode in your pocket. It's pretty disastrous. It's so fucking. Oh, I swear. Well, there's uh, there's it, pictures of there's pictures of this thing. Yeah. If it, you it took them like two hours. Know, I know. If you didn't know, it was originally. Uh, it was actually a Tesla Model S, um, and it is. There's the only thing left is the rims, and the a and the a pillars. Wow. That's the, that's it, huh? the supportive the supportive a pillars. That's it. The the batteries will will burn so hot. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's it melted the car. <laughs> it did. The only thing left is this charred ash yeah. and some A pillars. And they couldn't put it out. Like they they tried for two hours. That's what it says. Yeah, uh, trying to put this darn thing out. And like that that's one. That's one car. So when you have a thirty car pileup, and let's say a few of those cars happen to catch fire, that'd be disastrous. Dude, it'd be so be bad. Disastrous. So I don't know how they're gonna fix that problem. Uh, maybe once they all go self-driving and the, you know, it's, a, I don't know, I guess a little safer and there's not human error, I guess. I don't well, know. And here's the, here's, excuse me. Here's what happened with this. It didn't just, I, 
I have to defend I have to defend and at the same time blame Tesla for this. So apparently the the family that was in this S there was something there was a, a something on the road that was big enough or large enough that they drove directly over it. Oh, or the, and it it pierced the battery. It pierced the batteries, yeah. So they apparently they plowed over this thing. They immediately were like, "Okay, we don't know what we just did to the car. We better pull off to the side of the road and get out." They said oh, they got out they and the thing. I know it just caught. It just poof, went right up in flames. So one, I guess they couldn't avoid it. But I mean, honestly, I kind of think like, like what did you? What was on the road that you couldn't go around that you just plowed over? So regardless, don't want to blame them, right? Or don't want to blame them too much. Two, I mean, for Tesla, doesn't that mean you got to get some better? You got to get some better protection over the batteries. Yeah, like yeah, like a, a steel plate. Something, right? Or maybe there already is a steel plate and it just sucks. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's gonna be some uh, some recalls or, or you know stuff happening. But yeah, so uh, we'll we'll see what happens in the future with this. But man, yeah, I can just see that going so so bad in in worse situations, especially too, this- if, they, if they didn't get out. Like, if they had just kept driving and didn't realize what was going on, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh God, we hit something. Just kept on going, and then poof, cars yeah. on fire. Like, like it it, it would go so fast and so right. hot that they never probably never got out. I mean, I, I I hope to think that they would have eventually pulled over and got out, but it's just lucky that they that they stopped immediately and were like, oh, we better check out the car. And while they were outside the car, they were like, oh, let's not get it back in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, all right, actually, I gotta, I just got a text. I need to wrap up. We're about done with the show anyway. So yeah, let's, uh, you ready to call this one? I think I had a good time. Yeah. I think that's perfect good. timing. So yeah, let's, uh, let's get us out of here, man. So uh, yeah, thank you guys all for checking us out again and we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Talk to you next time.